Hey, I want to invite you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast and enjoying this content and are passionate about protection, you should know that we have an entire library of all of the protector symposiums that we've ever done uh, hosted at protectornation.com. You can go there and you can download those and you can watch every protector symposium we've had to date there online and you can learn protection tactics from the most, some of the most elite trainers in the world from the comfort of your own home. I think you'll be surprised about how much content we actually have there. Uh, It's very, very, very reasonably priced and you can upgrade your protection skills. Remember, protection is not all about the hard skills. 90% of it is all about the software, the programming, the way you see and move in the world to achieve a safer pattern of life. With that having been said, go to protectornation.com, join us there, and learn from the best of the best. Now, enjoy the show. Hey everyone, my name is Lavi Mousepen. I am 31 years old from Israel. Um, I'm an ex-IDF shooting instructor and I'm an IPSC uh, competitor. Uh, today, I'm a social media manager for um, multiple companies in Israel and around the world for um, guns, uh, anything that has to do with uh, the gun industry, if it's holsters, ammo, or anything like that. Um, yeah, so it's nice to meet you all. You know, I think one of the main things I always like to frame when I start talking about this stuff is, you know, as a guy that's um, been to war and has had to do a lot of these things, um, you know, I I just, you know, when I see what happened uh, the other day to you guys, it just, um, it's not war, you know, it's um, it's an act of pure evil. And mm-hmm. um you know, that's the differentiating factor for me. You know, it's not a political thing for me, you know, and it's not mm-hmm. a um, cultural thing and it's not a religious thing. And I, I know plenty of good people from every culture and religion on the planet, but right. the acts that were done were evil, you know, and um, innocent, once innocent people get involved, um, it's just wrong. You know, it's just, and I, 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 I stand for for the light, and so I want to support right. you know people that are not on that side that are not doing those things. So why don't you? I'm you sorry, know, I just uh, um, I'm still trying to calm down because we just got a message like literally two minutes before you called is that we all of Israel has to go into bomb shelters. Everyone usually it's just like a few cities in the south, a few cities up north, and we just got a message everywhere that we all have to run to the bomb shelters. And I was like, I'm going to have to text you. We call a different time. So, and then they said that was uh, false. So I'm still trying to like (laughs) get my heartbeat back. And um, yeah, but I'm with you. Yeah. Totally evil. I have never only in the Holocaust. I heard about things like this and you know, it's not the times that me or you lived in. So it's just like, you could just imagine you know, the stories of everyone, but now when it's actually happening and you see the horrific footages and videos and things that happened or happening right now, it's just unreal, you know? Yeah. It's, you can't wrap your mind 
on it. People are having nightmares of like, you know, terrorists walking in their home or going in their city. It's horrible. Yeah. No, and that's um that's what's unacceptable. You know, it's it's it, it should the innocent people shouldn't have to bear, you know, bear the burden of war. That's why we train to be warriors. Um right. you know, uh and how is the situation there now with you? I know you spoke to it a little bit, but um, has it at least stabilized on the streets? You know, are there, um, you know, military forces around you? Do you guys feel safer or how do things look and feel? So um, right now they kind of got uh, control over the South. They are still finding more bodies and taking them or to their graves. and figuring out whose family died or who was kidnapped. They're still trying to, you know, put all the pieces together. Um, they're still uh, killing terrorists that ran away once the military got down south, uh, which took way too long, if you ask me, but they did catch us unprepared. We weren't ready for thousands of terrorists just to break down the borders and come in and start mass shooting everyone in sight and they had this all planned out they had maps with them they already knew what they're going to do and so right now they got control over the south and they are just you know picking up bodies and bringing the injured people from the south to the center um um any families that need homes up north or anything that don't have a home because they burned everything down. Um, so that's kind of what's happening now. And they're making sure that all the troops are guarding all the borders. So also up border of the Lebanon border in the West Bank and the Gaza border. So we have troops everywhere. Literally everyone is drafted. And they're also making sure that there's extra forces with the civilians because there's Arabs within us everywhere. They're in our supermarkets. They're, they're everywhere. And of course, if you ask them like what side do you want to take, I'm sure uh, gun to head, they'll take the other side, you know? So that's what I'm afraid of is that the people in here, the people that are, their husbands are out, you know, on the borders, who's taking care of the children and the women, you know? So that's what's happening right now. And there's so many questions like, how did this happen? Where was the crazy, you know, Mossad that we have? And like, what, how did this happen under our nose and without knowing? So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, funerals happening right now while there's missiles over their heads at the funeral. So we're trying to like fix everything while we're in war. And so that's kind of what's happening right now, which is things are a little bit more settled, but we're preparing for the worst. We're just preparing for who knows what's going to happen, how it's going to go down from here. Yeah, that's, that's you know, it's unfortunate. And that's, you know, honestly, something that I've been wrestling with as well is, you know, you guys have one of the best intelligence communities in the world, like right. top three at least. So someone's going to have to answer some questions about how thousands of troops were able to mobilize we have to answer some questions over here about where our money's going, um, you know, um, and and ultimately, like as a former combatant, you know, I just I hate war because it's like you have one or two guys with power 
that make these decisions that equate mm-hmm. in us dying and us going to fight. We don't always even know what we're fighting for. We're like, and it's just, it's, it, it really, really pains me, you know? Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah. So, okay. Well, you know, I do what know is, that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I do know that the reasons that I think that we weren't prepared really is because we were dealing with some, the terror that was in Israel itself with the civilians. I don't know if you heard about that, but for a year now, which is the year that the Hamas was training to invade and break down the border and do what they did is the exact time when we were so focused in Israel, we weren't, you know, prepared for anything else we were focused on the right wing and the left wing and that you know if bb's gonna be the president he's not gonna be in the office and like so much stuff that were not necessary and that's what i even said at one point i'm like i think this is not good we're too much like going against each other we don't know what could happen like they could take advantage of it which they did yeah and there's even um People saying that they noticed they're like training next to the border. They're having a picnic next to the border. They're touching the border. And then they just did what they did. And they, it's just crazy to me how, oh, it's just crazy to me, you know? We're still yeah. all in shock. We're still all trying to figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. I think something that could for sure be a lesson to the world, because we're doing the same thing here, arguing about frivolous, pointless things, yeah. getting offended by frivolous, pointless things, um, making each other into enemies over stupid things. Um, and I think it's really good time to accentuate, like, don't over politicize things, you know, like these things people have their opinions whatever but at the end of the day we're all we have is all we have is each other you know like our militaries can respond but that doesn't bring people back you know your neighbors that are next to you that you're arguing with or that you're attacking Mm -hmm. on social media that's the real fabric of safety in any society you know um and even being armed you know like I know when I was in Israel, I saw a lot of people armed, but like, I see a lot of innocent civilians also, you know, you know, I I think that um, if we, you know, as people that if we're able to arm ourselves, you know, that maybe could help in some instances Mm -hmm. um, because there's a momentum here. Um, You know, I feel like these guys may be emboldened in a way. I heard they were still launching rockets. Like, they're still trying to fight. Like, this is like not like an acute event. This is like, they're trying to really make this into a war. Yeah. We are kind of prepared. That's why we sent troops everywhere to all the borders. And literally just now, there was uh, sirens in the city next to me. And um, they're really trying. I'm like, I don't understand. Like you said before, when we were talking a little bit um, yeah. together before this call, as you're yeah. like, you don't understand their intention. Like you already did the worst you could do and you're continuing. Right. Like I, I still don't get it. How you're even continue um, throwing rockets from Lebanon now. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't, they have a death wish, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's, and, and that's the thing, you know, that's what, what that drives me crazy about war is like you're, you're shooting rockets. Now more people are going to die. 
now we have to respond, you know, and yeah. more people are going to die, you know, and then it's, it's, uh, then the other question is, do they know something that we don't know? And that's why they're continuing to be aggressive, you know, mm-hmm. so there's always that kind of chess game going on. So I, you know, if, if there's, is there anything people can do to help you guys? I know Dean Stott is on the ground in there right now. Yeah, a number so. of guys are are on the ground in there right now. There's links on their social media platforms. I'll probably put out there to help mm-hmm. NGOs, you know, that are trying to just help people. Um, right. If you, if there was like a message first is if there's a message you would want to send to the world from where you're at, what would that sound like? I think what we need the most is prayer. Um, First is prayer for the peace of Israel, prayer for our soldiers to come back safe from, we don't know what's going to happen, but whatever's happening, that they'll come back safe and then they'll be safe and pray for the families that just lost their loved ones. And it's horrific. Like, I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't seen, but this, the stuff I get, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. The families that lost their loved ones, the families that their children are still kidnapped in Gaza right now. They're getting messages from the Hamas that they're shooting. They're took, taking their own phone, get kidnapped kids. They're 20 years old, 19 years old, taking their phone and shooting them and then sending that video to their parents. And that's how they saw their kid died. And just crazy stuff. The the Hamas talking between each other. Like we get these videos, but I don't share those horrific videos. Not No one wants to see that. But I have to see everything and I need to see what I'm sharing, what I'm not sharing. But I can tell you the things that are going on still right now. I just, prayer. We need prayer. As much yeah. prayer as possible. For the families, for people that lost their loved ones, for the kidnapped kids and people that are still like women, children, they're being raped right now. I don't even want to know what's happening right now in Gaza and the way they're treating them. That they'll come back safely without the least harm that could be. And yeah, that like you said, no one likes war and that this will end sooner than later. And if you want to help today, me and my brother, um, we uh, started this campaign of donations to um, arm all the civilians that are allowed to be armed. So here in Israel, it's very strict. Not everyone can be armed because most people are military or special forces or in some kind of special force. And you can't just give out guns to everyone because not everyone are Jews. And so we have to give out equally to everyone that's the problem so that's why they're very strict on who is allowed and who's not so whoever did the army and was in combat is allowed to whoever is living next to an arab village is allowed to so we're helping all those people that want to be armed and that are allowed to that they will have donations to buy um handguns for them because that's what we're allowed and one magazine so that's what I'm trying to do. So if anyone wants to donate with that, they can go on my Instagram, send me a message. I can give you the link for the donation. Also, I think, and I hope not, but there's so much food that people are donating, which is amazing. But I think that a lot of people are going to be hurt. I hope not. But if so, then first aid stuff like bandages, medical stuff, I think would be good donations if anyone wants to help with that. 
Yeah. And yeah, just pray, pray for the peace of Israel and the peace of our civilians. And of course that your guys will come back safely. I just got a message that 22 of them were American that died and some are kidnapped and yeah, just pray for, for everyone to come back safely. That's what I would say. Yeah. 100%. We pray for the peace of Israel and we pray for the peace of the world too, because I think there are forces that just want us to get into world war three and they're pulling strings everywhere and yeah you know america's ripe for a false flag attack or an attack you know we've had our borders open forever we a lot of people have really good reasons to hate us and you know it's a good way to suspend an election dare i say it so um i think everyone you know needs to definitely pray for the peace of israel and i think everyone um the two things you said protection is your responsibility so if mm-hmm. you can protect yourself, especially if you live in a place where you're able to get those assets, get that hardware, get some training, get some medical yeah. training, get some tactical training, take advantage of that while you can, because this is a black swan event. We just had a protector symposium and we focused on black swan events of catastrophes that are uh, unthinkable that you talk about and people think, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, that'll never exactly. happen. Exactly. You know? exactly that's crazy you said that i was supposed to get married in three weeks and instead of getting my everything ready for the wedding i'm going to hospitals and helping injured people and my brothers are in the gaza strip right now and Mm -hmm. it's just crazy how you never thought i remember even in the wedding agreement he goes down he said the refund is only if there's another pandemic there's a war and we're like yeah yeah that's not gonna happen we already got there but like you said you never know what can happen it could be Mm -hmm. tomorrow this could lead to a third world World war exactly we don't know so you're right. I think getting your your training in, being armed to to defend. I don't think killing innocent people is the we're not we don't want guns to start killing people for no reason. We want it to defend yeah. our families and our loved ones. I was yes. thinking about if all those people down south maybe were armed, maybe they would have a chance, which I still don't think they would because there were thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Even if they were armed, I don't think they would, but Right. It could help or save at least more than yeah. you know, what was happening. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If they had some medical and tactical training and they were organized and they had a neighborhood watch plan, a little bit of an emergency management plan, all the things I try to teach yeah. on my online platforms, all the ten things I try to teach at these symposiums, like um, and they and they and they had those neighborly relationships, there could have there would have been less, you know. Yeah. Um, I I I believe. And um, these are human rights. These are yeah. basic human needs. And they're even in Ukraine, you see the same things. We need weapons and we need medical supplies. That, that's what was coming out of there like crazy. Um, and, you know, waiting until after the fact is not good enough. Um, right. So, okay. Yeah, you guys are in it. Uh, I'll say a quick prayer with you. If you're up for yes. it, you know, we'll we'll televise. We'll get this out to everyone father i come before you in the name of jesus and i just pray for the peace of israel you know i pray for the peace of everyone there you know Mm -hmm. i pray that i pray that you would touch everyone's hearts 
um, and that they would just lose all taste for this conflict, um, that people would remember their humanity. I pray that your spirit would move inside of these people because they're humans, Father. I pray that you would remind the men carrying these atrocities out. I, I pray that you would remind them of their humanity, no matter what the ideology, no matter what brainwashing and conditioning and good reasons mm -hmm. and all of the things that they have to justify their actions. I pray that your spirit right now would penetrate their heart and would cause mm -hmm. them to remember who and what they were created to be. And that in war, we all lose us here down at the bottom of this thing, that it's an mm -hmm. evil and evil that we all lose. And I pray that you would work miracles out of this. I pray that in some way you and love would show itself strong. I thank you that everything that evil means for that Satan means for evil will be turned for good. And in some way this mm -hmm. would unify the people and maybe this atrocity could equal more peace in Israel and in the world, because it's something that we never want to see happen again as, as humans of this planet. And it's something we could stand against moving forward. Father, I thank mm -hmm. you that you will, that you are our comforter, that you'll comfort those in need right now, father. And I, and, and I thank you um, that you have a plan Lord. And I believe in that plan, but I also acknowledge mm -hmm. that you need people. And when you want to get something done, you send a man, you send a woman. And I thank you that your people are on the ground. Um, on both sides, infiltrating both sides, and that you're going to work through them um, to do your will, that your will will prevail. In Jesus' name, I pray, and I thank you, Father, for these things. In Jesus' name, amen. That's what amen. I have. It's such a blessing. Um, but, you know, and be with the warriors, Father. One last thing, and Father, be with the warriors. I know what yeah. it's like to be out there and to be angry and to be furious. <sighs> I pray against rage, and I pray against wounded hearts that would continue the cycle of wounding and traumatizing and the dishonorable aspects of war. I pray that you would remind everyone out there to be honorable. If they have a mission, no matter how dark it is, that they would execute it with honor and that they would not mm -hmm. become their enemy, that they would execute their mission with honor, that combatants would face each other in combat and that no more innocent blood would be shed Father, that's what I pray yeah. for in Jesus' name. I thank you for that. Amen. Yeah, and the kidnapped kids and women and girls in Gaza, I just pray that they are not feeling any pain and they will be traumatized and you'll bring them back full and with least scratches or anything on their bodies. I don't even want to imagine what's happening there. I just pray that you'll bring them back safely to their families. Uh, and for the troops that are on the ground right now and in the air, both sides, also Americans, also Israelis, that you'll just keep them safe and bring them back to their wives and their kids that were waiting for them at home. And that all these rockets that have been sending to Israel, that no one will be hurt, no house will be broken down, and that this will end soon. I pray. Absolutely. Well, thank you. All right. Well, that was amazing. Um, Thank you so much for your time, your attention, your heart to help, you know, people. Um, please send me all the links that you have for these things. Uh, I'll put them in the bottom and try to drive as much traffic as possible to this and, and try to get this published and out there on all the platforms to the world as soon as possible. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I want to thank you, too, for taking your time and really supporting us. It's not 
Really, we really appreciate your time and everything you do and how supportive you are in your heart. I just want to thank you and everyone that's watching us. I want to thank you for donating. I want to thank you for praying for us and being there for us. And we appreciate anything. And yeah, I hope to talk to you the next time. That will be only good things. Yes, absolutely. All right. God bless. We'll talk soon. We'll get this thing out. Take care. Be safe. Thank you. Boom! Quick shout out to our sponsor, Staccato. My first pistol sponsor. Um, I've been sponsored by a lot of companies, right, over the years. But when it comes to pistol, that's my bread and butter. Pistol is something I believe in. You know, I'm a competitive shooter. You know, we're shooting anywhere from, you know, 800 rounds a month type of thing, right? So Staccato, being what I believe, is one of, if not the most complete handguns you can put in your hand. Um, it's got every component that a handgun could have, should have. Uh, they're actually extremely dependable now that they've made some changes. And these things are straight up tack drivers. If you're looking for a pistol that will do as much of the work for you as a piece of hardware can, obviously you have to have the, the, the marksmanship and all the different things, but different guns perform at different levels. And I want to say that Staccato is one of by far, for sure, take it from a competitive shooter, we're shooting the highest volumes of rounds constantly right now, not used to have a background guy, but like right now, when you go shoot, you're gonna see certain brands. Staccato is one of, if not the highest performing firearm that is both CCW, duty ready, and also competitive ready. So I wanna give them a shout out if you guys are looking for a good handgun to build your skills on top of, go check out Staccato, much love and respect. Boom. Yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, You'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, Anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, That helps, that helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.